paper will save you from the nuclear blast. <laughs> Boron. Nah, none of that. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Glossy silver state. <laughs> On legal. <laughs> yeah. A4 or bust. <laughs> light of the recent cinematic incursion, this Council of Nations has convened to approve the activation of the Retcon Project. You have been chosen to lead this initiative, to oversee the first and last line of defense. Your efforts will have considerable influence on the multiverse's future. We urge you to keep that in mind as you proceed. Good luck. Ah. <sighs> All right, man. We're finally back. Yes. We're doing this. I know. Where's the? Where's the? Where's our sound effects, boy? We need our soundboards. Yeah, we. I think that's the last. That's gonna be the last little bit of it. Yeah, we're just just gonna get like a master. We're getting a soundboard, like a like an exclusive like like monitor mixer. There we go. Like output, and then we'll just that. Yeah. Just get like a little like a soundboard, like even from here, like is, is, yeah, as no, as even on the phone, to, like utilize this and like send that through an like a like a audio pass. I through. think we'll be fine. Yeah, it's always a good thing. Right on. All right, all right. Let's go. So yeah, we are back in the E Tech Sound Studio. Yes, for we are. What I can only imagine is T minus a few more episodes until I am out of here. Did yeah, is that that's true. I was thinking about that. I'm like, where are we gonna record? Where are we gonna record? <laughs> I'm thinking one of two things: either I just come here every other every, every other, other every, every other, other week. Week. twice a month. Yeah, twice, twice a, a month. month just to record. Just to record. Just we could as soon as I move out, just turn this into a recording. Just studio. a recording. That would be so awesome. My dad's ambition for this room is to turn it into like a little home theater right to put the tv back there and like put some couches and then just like to turn it into a home theater well i mean the, we could always just get put a table like right in the middle of it and just hook do up that mics. little folding that little yeah. tv t- tray thing idea that that'd be do. good just that way we could up. fold it and put it somewhere you know or maybe we'll just have a table and just put it up on the wall <laughs> <laughs> like a dartboard and then you just yeah like a dartboard on the other side of it it's <laughs> just a, a retcon with darts <laughs> kind of a deal you know we'll just throw it up there i think that would be cool i mean it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be too bad. We could probably talk. We could probably talk. Talk your dad into letting us turn this into a into a studio. No, no, never mind that. Just when it comes to soundproof him everything. Yeah, when it comes to him <laughs> making like the um, the like this is what you're gonna need to do. Yeah, exactly. Soundproof everything. We need a light here that says on the air. Wait, why? Shh, <laughs> just do it. <laughs> We're already planning the studio after you. We move already out. have the sound foam. <laughs> yeah, we do. We got so much sound foam. <laughs> And they yeah. sell the bigger sheets now. We need one over the door and like two over the windows, and we're yeah. good. I was looking at some of these PC setups, like on oh, PC yeah. Master Race Reddit, yeah. and it's just like got all of these like. <laughs> there's this one post. It's like all y'all posting minimal minimalistic designs. You literally have a funcus, like a funcus, <laughs> uh, no, a ficus, right? A little ficus plant. Yeah. The cheapest IKEA piece of furniture you can, and no <laughs> mouse pad. <laughs> that is not minimal. <laughs> That would be good, though. That would be awesome. But, like, dude, we would be able to bring in, like, more people, too, on top of it all. Yeah. Like, if we wanted to do, like, maybe two guests or something in like theory. that. In theory. I mean, in theory. Well, I mean, you got to think about it. What's going to be gone? The tool chest. Not immediately, I don't think. Oh, no. Not immediately. Yeah. So, but, this is probably going to be, you know, honestly, I have no idea. They might want to keep this as, like, a spare guest a room. A spare guest room. <laughs> last resort is to have it. my mom take it over it's like oh cool storage and next thing you know it that's what it's gonna Game turn over. into we'll just pile the boxes against the wall that'll be our sound foam <laughs> just, 
just li- just line the walls, Antimonion. Just du- line the walls. Doubles as a nuclear fallout shelter <laughs> because we'll, we'll dig down. Yet. It doesn't permeate through paper. There you go. Who would have thought? <laughs> paper will save you from the nuclear blast. Boron. Nah, none of that. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> glossy silver state. <laughs> On legal. <laughs> yeah. A four or bus. <laughs> oh, uh, all right. Well, welcome we back are, to the Retcon yeah. Project, people, for one of our last few episodes. In in as as we know it, we're gonna experiment with some uh, where we can do this de- different yeah. delivery methods. Because I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, we'll we get always, down to it. Don't yeah, worry. When it, when it comes down to it, I mean, we could always just like set up our mics and just do like a whole streaming option. To do that too, and then just mix it down, put it on literally any other streaming platform <laughs> out there. I mean, what do we really need? A couple USB connections and a laptop, if uh, if uh, if it really comes down to it. Yeah, I mean that's I mean, that's all, all we need. Yeah. <laughs> we don't need anything fancy. Not at all. Not at you all. Know, this so... is gonna be a simple setup. I mean, once I get my place too. I mean, by come December, I mean, we could always just record. Hey. Could all always right. just record over here. You yeah, know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. doesn't really matter. We'll see how it goes. I mean. It probably might be needing to be like a like a weekend thing. Or oh something. yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Weekends work better for me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, record on record on Saturday. It's out by Tuesday. Oh yeah, <laughs> perfect. You know, we'll pre- we'll just edit everything that day. Get it yeah. all the way done. Six hours done and out with. We got one show a month. We're good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one to two shows a month. Oh no, wreck on day. Anne's working. Anne's working till one in the morning. Definitely wreck on day. Let's do this. You know, so, all right. So we got some, uh, let's see, before on our last episode, what did we have? It was before Comic-Con, right? Yes. It, it was, was definitely before, before Comic-Con. And there yes. was some big, yep. was, okay, so, the, well, you want to start with Comic-Con news? Uh, yeah. yeah, I guess we'll just get that out of the way. Let's start with Comic-Con news then. So, uh, had a lot going on at Comic-Con. Not as big as I thought it was going to be, to be honest with you. Really? Like, I thought the Marvel panel was going to be way, 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 way bigger. Nah. Like, I thought this was just going to be, like, a huge, like, oh, haha, guess what? Here's the entire movies for the next five years, five to six years. You know, kind of this whole laid it's out like, plan. Yeah, we kind of ran out of ideas quick. <laughs> so, and especially with the Russos being gone now too. That and like, oh no, no, I felt like so you remember you remember seeing like the stage four. Oh yeah, 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 the panel. It's just panel like four. okay, seventy five percent of this is on Disney TV. That's true. Yeah. Like uh, uh, the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's not even called. It's not even Captain America and Winter Soldier. It's Falcon. It's Falcon and it's like Falcon Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> it's all. It almost kind of said it to me. It almost kind of seemed like a slap in the face. Well, they still called the Winter Soldier the Winter Soldier. Yeah, exactly. So, so why mean, wouldn't they call Captain America Captain America though? I mean the well the, the Winter, torch has I been passed. Winter Soldier was the Soviet was the Soviet. Yeah, yeah he's uh, Soviet uh, yeah, Black Ops kind of deal, right? Yeah. So, I mean. I'm more curious. Okay, so when I saw when I was reading it, Hawkeye looked like it's a, supposed to be a contender to This Is Us, just by the way that the oh yeah yeah like, yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah is this a drama? <laughs> I know he's like going to be teaching his daughter how to like, become how to take over the mantle, take over the mantle. I'm like, yeah. first of all, you remember how dangerous that was. Yeah. Second of all, I'm pretty sure I always thought he was like some sort of cybernetically enhanced type of. Hawkeye, really? Yeah, yeah. No. Well, in the sense where, like, he's like the first time we ever saw him, he was perched. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how did he get up 
there. Yeah. And then he's just like sitting there, Hawkeye's like, okay, I get it. He's watching everyone. Like yeah. Hawk. And I was like, all right, maybe if you're some sort of CIA black ops operative who was literally kept in maybe like a silencer tank <laughs> for like a month yeah. to which your hearing and your eyesight has become like extremely acute. Okay. But they're not doing an origin story. No. <laughs> so do you mean to tell me that you're going to exploit your daughter into those same training conditions? Hey, I don't yes. think so. With that little cutesy font? I don't think so. I think that's going to be slated after Modern Family. <laughs> yeah, I, de- I definitely am worried that it's going to end up being like a Modern Family type twist. And especially with it being on Disney+. Plus. Saved by too. the Bell meets Marvel. <laughs> See, because that's what Nick they're Fury. Because, because that's because that like that's kind of the thing is because I don't know if they're trying to do because the idea being thrown around especially towards like the last part of Endgame when we got into Infinity War and Endgame it was like okay wh- the wh- the questions were constantly being risen like okay what's after this like what's gonna happen after we. <laughs> I don't know why Google decided to be like oh you're talking to me. <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> like what's gonna be after after the after the last arc for the last 10 years which would have been the infinity arc you know so they're talking about doing champions which and they're or they're talking about doing young avengers you know all this other stuff but we we don't know so i was really kind of confused when we got to the disney panel it's just like hey here's all of our tv shows yeah. <laughs> that's coming out on disney plus you got wandavision it's not even wanda and vision it's just wandavision, WandaVision. <laughs> the latest and greatest in cinema entertainment in your home it's you it's literally gonna it be sounds like just a bad advert from the jetsons <laughs> is what it sounds like wandavision this sounds like it's pitched at tomorrow Green, with those yeah. little like 1950 <laughs> chimes <laughs> <laughs> WandaVision sounds like something Walt Disney pitched. Exactly. Make it off the make it off the symbol. Now it works. <laughs> yeah, now it works. Instead, what did we get? The people movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, so no. then, uh, and then after this, I think I think everything was just kind of building up to uh, to kind of like the big announcements, uh, the big announcement, which was the Eternals movie, which uh, which is I mean. Which we is that? Yeah, yeah, we knew so. we knew it was coming. We knew that they had already a, planned an Eternals movie, and you know they had Angelina Jolie there, and they brought her out, and she's part of the you know she's playing. I forget who she's playing, um, and they brought her out and a few other actors who are going to be in the movie with her. And then I think the biggest thing, uh, just like again, was just like it was all this like ah! and just like oh really. <laughs> Uh, was uh the next Thor movie? Oh yeah, the next Thor movie Love is gonna Thunder. be called Love alone, and Thunder. Like... And now we're saying, and now in this movie we're gonna see Jane Foster take the d- to be Thor, and it's just like Natalie Portman has already said she notoriously doesn't like comic books and the movies kind of that Marvel's doing. So I'm just wondering what number <laughs> yeah. that they wrote on a check for her to be like. All right. <laughs> Why not? All right, all right. Let's also consider this. Who is Natalie Portman to turn down Marvel? Yeah, that's true, too. I mean, if you're bad, that, that is true. Okay, that is true. I get it. It's like, nah, fam. I ain't doing it. <laughs> and they still got him, anyways. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, it's <laughs> but, true. Um, it's true. You know, what do they pay? What did, uh, what did uh, Ryan Reynolds pay him with? What? A coffee. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that cameo was like, <laughs> we need you for literally 60 frames. <laughs> he was like, all right, just give me coffee. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> that was that. That is stinking awesome. And even even when we were back talking about the like the Deadpool movie and yeah, stuff yeah. like that, like I still seriously would have loved to see Brad Pitt as Cable. 
Like, I think that would have been awesome. But, uh, <laughs> had to pause there. We yeah, didn't know who was outside of the studio. <laughs> Something's afoot. Exactly. I heard hello. I'm like, who is this? For the knock. <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know it's just like these these it wasn't like a very like wow factor kind of it was moot yeah it was just like well we knew 90 percent of this already so like what's the big announcement what if the only thing we the only thing we knew don't even get me started with the what if series i think that's just a pointless show like to me it's just like how? What if sto- what if stories if for the comic books were just like you mean exactly what, what was it was? Yeah. <laughs> you know, what if this was you know, to our expectations? What if we saw all other fourteen million yeah. <laughs> endings to Endgame other than oh, the man. one that we got? Hey, we got fourteen million ideas for episodes. There you go. Or it's going to be like, oh shoot, we really shot ourselves in the foot. We're yeah. literally running out of ideas. We're on episode sixty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, so it's just like it's it, going to be told from the perspective of the watchers, which is which, so. If they do not introduce, if they don't start the entire series with the watchers and Stanley. Sitting there, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be a missed opportunity. Oh be yeah, like, completely. Hello there, friends. The kind of thing, you know, <laughs> don't make me cry. I miss that man. <laughs> I'm watching old episodes of Hell's Kitchen right now on Hulu, and he was on one of them, and I teared up when I saw. Him. <laughs> me and my wife are literally sitting there. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm fine." <laughs> oh, I'm not okay. <laughs> I like ran out of the room weeping. <laughs> I didn't cry, I didn't sob I wept (laughs) You know, so it's just like It was very much, I think like uh, I think the only Like, I think the only Really like, the big thing The big thing to me, the big things to me It was not the Eternals Was not Thor Because we all knew that was kind of coming And the ideas have already been floating around Having Beta Ray Bill come into the Come into the Marvel Universe still and have no idea if he still is And we don't know if he is We know that he's kind of like uh, That he's he's out there somewhere But we don't know But I think the big announcement was The simple fact that Kevin Feige says Don't worry the X-Men and the Fantastic Four Are coming in the you next phase You realize that was like late game Tom Brady Oh yeah was like, hey, Guys, guys this guess is, what no, 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 It was more like he's reading the audience Like wow. we need to do something Yeah it's like shh Whoa. He already sees like yeah. the stocks plunging. Oh, I'm sure he's just involved. like he's watching just that. Yeah, you know, like, oh, you God, know how like Wiley Coyote falls off the cliff. It's like <laughs> he had to do something. Yeah. I think at that point, like, yeah, like you, the slightest bit of panic was in his face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, don't worry. <laughs> Wait, phase, uh, five. Phase five is gonna be. <laughs> oh, what did I just do? <laughs> it was like, what are you doing, Kevin? <laughs> Everybody off of it. You know at Disney headquarters or Marvel headquarters just in the background is like that SpongeBob episode where all his little oh, sponge, yeah, SpongeBob's yeah. are in his head just like burning everything and going crazy. Guys, we need more content after phase four. <laughs> ah! Which is only two years. Which they only gave us two years worth of stuff, which I am so surprised with. Where it was two years worth of content that we had right there. That means basically everything that we saw up there is going to start relatively soon within this within this kind of next year no seriously you know? what is with, slated with, within six within the next six months what it's got to be something what is slated right now though uh the earliest stuff i think is because beginning of beginning of the year starting 2020 i think it's captain marvel 2 is early and then guardians of the galaxy 3 is late 
2020, early 2021. So we're already set. And then all the TV shows that are going to be in between. So, I mean, unless... All right, so here's the thing. They just announced that they're happening. Yeah. They haven't even filmed them. Not, I, know a lot of them I know a lot of them are in pre-production. So we're literally going to have a Marvel blackout probably for another year. Yeah, basically. We're, we're not going to have anything for Marvel for a while. Unless the comic books decide to pick up a little bit. Comic books did pick up. Yeah. Got a huge. Right. Cool. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> are, are, we, are we good on Comic-Con? Because I feel like this is a good launching point. What else uh, happened outside of Marvel then? Outside outside of Marvel, nothing. Warner Star Brothers Wars. didn't have a panel. I mean, the, uh, outside of Marvel, at least for comic books, uh, they re- they're reintroducing the 2099 series, which is pretty cool. Uh-huh. So they're bringing back like Miguel O'Hara as uh, 2099 Spider-Man. Right. Hopefully, I'm hoping that he just gets like his own run and new villains and stuff like that and not do like another Spider-Verse kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I'm really hoping that they're not going to do that. Um, other than that, other Did than that, or they- the Eternals and then... Just kind of like, and I really want to get your opinion on this because I know you hate Iron Man three. <laughs> so uh, I, I think know where this is going. I, I they announced uh, they announced Shang Chi yeah. and Masters of the Ten Rings, which is going to be a, a, another lead into something else, and they're introducing a new character into Marvel, which is cool because I I, lo- I like the old kung fu movies too. I love the Bruce Lee stuff and all the old fighting movies, even the old Godzilla stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's great. Yeah. You know, it was one of the reasons why for when I was a little kid, I liked Power Rangers so much because you know it was two guys fighting in a suit. It wasn't just actual robots, yeah. just like, like toys going at each other or anything like that. Puppets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That it was just like it was just two guys over like the little yeah. like the model, but mm-hmm. like grounds and stuff like that. Like they had that idea. I stuff. have yet to see a foam Megazord walking around. <laughs> I know. Comic- Oh, dude, that would be so just cool! Just like in the same like cheesy fashion, and then just come in like Goldar in a suit. Oh, no, just like, just start around. running around. That would be awesome, you know. But Is, um, I, I, I think I remember seeing that once upon a time. I think Halloween in Santa Cruz, someone actually decided to set up like a fake boxing ring. Oh, and they're just like, hey, 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 you got a cool costume. You got a cool costume. You guys want to put on a show? And so like they would like it was like a whole. Whole kit and caboodle kind That's of thing. awesome. I feel like we need to do that. That would be at cool. Comic-Con. That like, if we like got into like LA Comic Con next year yeah. as a vendor, I'd be just set, like bring a small ring with us. Yeah. <laughs> or not even that, just have like four people like just get, just like, get four people. cones and and caution tape. <laughs> <laughs> or or just get four people dressed in red and they just have like stretchy robes. <laughs> like those elastic bands for like, like workouts. <laughs> just have them in the corner. And <laughs> just holding. Yeah. <laughs> like as tightly as they can. And, and just ambush like two people and it's like, oh, it's like you, ding, you ding, in ding ding. ding. And you just have a referee there. <laughs> just go. <laughs> That would be great. I think that would be so awesome. Yep. Inciting violence. <laughs> it's wrestling. It's fake. Okay. So, uh, so when we get to when we get to this whole idea for the Marvel for the Marvel panel, yeah. you know, and we got to Shang Chi, which is that movie. It's going to be called The Ten Rings, and the they're saying that the real bad guy is going to be the real Mandarin. Yeah, like that's gonna be yeah, his. That is the biggest reboot. Oh in the my of god! Reboots. Oh, completely. Unless they can retcon this entire thing and say, yeah, that I even forget his name, Gillian Anderson. I forget. I'm not even gonna do. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, what, what, who was the guy? Who was the actor? Who played him? He... Oh, what was his name? Guy Pierce. Thank you. There it is. Guy Pierce. He. uh 
What a burn of an actor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so he just such a letdown for his caliber of an actor. To, to this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, so I think maybe they could retcon it as just like, yeah, that was an imposter all along. Yeah, he like got that, the was idea a, of the that was a knockoff. Because he probably read about it. Yeah. Because the Ten Ring, the, the the cult of the Ten Rings, right, the, the organization existed yeah. as early as Iron Man 1. Yeah. Did you, I mean, from the from the flag in the back. Flags yes. in the back. So. Yes. There's some sort of tie in there. Yeah. So completely. how Afghanistan and China uh, <laughs> correlate? I know they share like maybe a toe of a border. <laughs> and uh, yeah, this will be really interesting on how they play that one. I, I'm really, I'm really excited because I heard Donnie Yen's gonna be in the movie, and Donnie That's Yen. It. I'm in. I know exactly. Like in. I, I, I heard Don, Donnie. Duh. I'm there. Right. This is gonna Please. be a good flick. <laughs> this is gonna be great. I don't care. In Man Four, I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I just want to see him beat the hell out of, like, another 30 people we all at the same make, time. We should make t-shirts and just say, and it literally just says, I'm here for Donnie Yen. <laughs> <laughs> and just put the Recon logo, like, yeah. on the lapel or something like that. Like, that's it. You know, I think that would, I that would be Donnie awesome. Yen. I watch for Donnie Yen. That would be great. Let's do it. We need to do that. Yeah. So, and then uh, flip side to this coin, too, which was another big kind of, I thought it was I thought it was pretty big because just simply now it's like okay does it okay Marvel let's see what you're gonna do with this character and being how uh, being how dark this is in particular comic can be I'm wondering what they're gonna do with it and at the towards the end of the panel they announced uh, the Blade movie. And it's not going to be on Disney Plus. It's not going to be a TV show. It's it's a movie. Blade movie. Everyone it's going to be a Blade it was movie. Be a series for the longest. And time. everybody thought it was going to be a series. Like, oh, are they going to pick back up with you know Daredevil and Punisher and Luke Cage and Iron Fist? No. no. <laughs> like this is this is going to be a, a big thing. And uh, oh my god, I always forget his name. What is his name? Who's playing Blade? I know what you're talking about. I all I forget how to pronounce his name, so that's why I don't even try most of the time. <laughs> Mahershala, Mahershala, that's about as good as I'm, okay, his real name, <clears throat> Mahershala Hasbaz, Hashabaz, there, Jesus, that is a lot of A's, <laughs> uh, but so you know who I'm talking about, professionally as Mahershala, Mahershala, yeah, Mahershala Ali, there you go, so a lot of people, a lot of people were uh, really pissed about this, like they didn't like it because they wanted Wesley Snipes to come back to play Blade, and this guy is not gonna do this disservice. Oh no, not at all. He is oh, a phenomenal yeah. actor. Like if he he's brought on to the, it's like okay. So over the over the years, we think about people who have been basically dropped into their roles because they were made for it. Yeah. I mean, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Reynolds. You can kind of, I mean, come on. It's Ryan. Uh, Re- Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool yep. in, <coughs> in real life. And, like, uh, you can go ahead and at me on this. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman for Wolverine. Yeah. They, I mean, you, you see these kind of people who are given these roles and given these characters, and it's just like, hey, Neo okay, you think John Bernthal for, for Punisher. Like, you see it like, dude, he brought that character to life. Like, this is the thing. So when you get these caliber of actors and you put them into a position to where they have the uh, creativity Mm -hmm. to do a character justice, that, that that is a phenomenal, a phenomenal job of just casting. 
what else you can also probably do too is you can build off of a lot of it too and then if you wanted to throw deadpool and blade and you want to introduce kind of that if you want to bring in the new wolverine he's been he's fought with blade in a new comic series and he's even been alongside with blade in other series too you know so it's just like it's not like the fact that you can't start introducing little pieces here and there right with certain characters and i think i think that's what they're doing with this phase four i think it's just like it's a prelude to what is coming and they're already speculating and rumoring and saying things that Galactus is going to be the next big bad, which is huge because you don't do Galactus, without, Galactus Fantastic without the Fantastic Four, without Silver Surfer, so without they're... Doctor Strange, without without Doom, all of these oh, yeah. things. You know, completely glossed. I think feel. I feel like everyone really glossed over Doctor Strange and the horror of the multiverse. Oh yeah, like that. That, and the, I completely forgot about that. Yeah, and it, who was it? That I remember reading. Oh, I forget. I really need to remember my sources. I remember reading that this is Marvel's first take at a legit horror, horror movie. movie. Yeah. In which case, I'm gonna say, why not with Blade? Well, I will. I wouldn't see why you wouldn't start with Blade. In all honesty. I think it's just because Doctor Strange is slated before Blade, so I think that that's just like okay, let's see how let's this see how works. people are going to react to how far we can take this, and then we'll know what we can do with Blade uh, or, or what what we can Doctor add to Blade. Strange multiverse. Ah, uh, what's it called? It's called Doctor Strange in the Dark Multiverse or something like that. Doctor Strange two. Give me a second here. Doctor Strange. And the multiverse of madness. There we go, multiverse of madness. I mean, you cannot. Okay, here we go. Fantasy adventure. Yeah, it's not going to be. A... Well, they didn't. They didn't label it as horror. I think Kevin Feige was the one who was just like, "Yeah, this is going to be our first horror movie." <laughs> yeah. Is all right, so everyone's saying that it's going to be like the most insane. Oh, okay. Get this. Yeah. Who's slated to play the villain? Who? Do you know Nightmare? Yeah, I know who Nightmare is. Yeah. He's a demon who's escaped from like hell or something like that, or who has well, magical powers and is able to. They casted a, they casted an actress to play him. What? Yep. Seriously. Mm-hmm. Who? Eva Green. E- from the Twilight movies. Eva Green. Eva Quantum? Green. You've seen Quantum. You've seen uh, Casino Royale. Oh, that Mister. one. Yeah. Ooh, she's menacing. Yeah, no, I've always got like, a menacing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh yeah, she'll she's gonna do great. She's gonna do just great. Just, she looks like a beautiful nightmare. Penny Dreadful on HBO. Uh, like no, no, I never saw it. Yeah, heard it was really good. Yeah, she's gonna be a. She's gonna be perfect. Yeah. Oh, I feel awesome. like she gave me Kate Blanchett's vibes from Hella. Oh, okay. Ragnarok. There we go. So it'll be really interesting on to see. I feel, I feel like that movie was just such like a disservice. Like as much as they could have done, like Kate Blanchett, really? You're going to waste that level of an actress on something that was straight out, out of an 80s arcade game? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... I'm gonna go on a limb and say she was literally the thing that held that movie. Oh, completely! Together. It was like she's convincing, and she's dead. All right, next. She's never really dead. 
Yeah. They can always bring her back. She no, always finds really a way back. Die. No, she's not going to really die. I mean, look at what happened to Red Skull. We thought he was dead. No, now knew, look where we're at. from the beginning. It's like, <laughs> it, 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 that, that's, uh, he just got beamed to another. I really wish Hugo Weaving would have came back for that role. I was so sad that he didn't come back for it. Like, he he played Red Skull, like, to the T, one of the most perfect villains in the mm. MCU. Like, that, like, he was the go-to. Like, that was awesome. I don't know who else they would have gotten. No. I don't know, to tell you the truth. I like, I just, I like the casting. It, it's a great casting. Yeah, no. I, don't I really, I just really wish he was going to be the one there at, at Endgame and Infinity War. You know, but on, alas, he was not. I digress. <laughs> Something tells me that if no, yeah no they they we we pretty much closed the book on Thanos right? Yeah, we're done. Okay, we're because done. Because I remember reading somewhere that they're bringing him back, but like not so much reformed, but uh, like he's like on a different type of path. Like he's been resurrected, no, or I don't know if he's resurrected, but now that like this whole time stone loophole yeah. thing happened. Like, like there's a way to get him back from someplace. Not so much as get him back, but like he is now reintroduced due to like this multiverse theory, but mm. in like a different light. That that's and see, I think I think playing with this whole multiverse theory is uh, a trapdoor. Yeah, Lots I really think so. Trapdoors. I think it's more. I think it's it's a little bit. I, I don't think there's any substance to hold it. Mm. I think from what we're gonna get from here on out is we're just gonna get stories that we like. It's going to start turning into it's going to start turning into you pick which character you like and then you go see that movie. Basically it's it's basically turning in definitely into a comic book. You basically follow which story you want and then we're just going to add people into it. You know, or it's just going to be connected to another story somehow. Or it's going to be, you know, oh, well these these people are going to cameo in this book because the this team is going to be in their book later on gonna, kind of oh, a deal. Okay, I see what you're doing. You're making like a bunch of runs for different characters. They play out there until until a team up happens. Right. And they go about their own again. Exactly, and then Kinda they go like about their what own. They've been doing exactly <laughs> what basically what exactly they've been doing, and but but I just don't think that that they're gonna have that pull anymore. Right. Like you're gonna go and see every single one of these movies because you want to know what the end, what the end story is gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be that anymore. Nope. I think it's just gonna be you pick which movies you're gonna go see, and we'll see what does good, what does bad. And we'll we'll cut what we need yeah exactly and then we trim the fat <laughs> <laughs> so wandavision cut mid-season oh god I was, i'm hoping that show does if that show does good i'm glad because i like uh elizabeth olsen i think she's i think she's and, a really good actor actress oh jesus his name was on the tip of my tongue. michael something oh. i always forget his oh, name oh my lord it was right on the tip. <laughs> you get it back last name b b l B. <laughs> I always forget his name. He always reminds me of the lead singer from Coldplay, though. Paul Bettany. There it is. Starts with a B. <laughs> B L. There's no L uh, except in Paul. It's not Michael. I don't know. I don't know where I pulled Michael from. Oh, this is weird. It's like who played Vision? Peter Jessup. I'm like, no, I, <laughs> no, it is not. No, apparently he was voiced by. Peter Jessup in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Oh, I guess okay. it's a video game. I don't know. Oh, Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Yeah, it's a, it's a game. Uh, what else? Were we, did we touch on Far From Home? No. Oh, we haven't. So, 
Yeah. It was okay. What, what are your okay? Let's so let's go from there. Since we're on the whole movie topic, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Spider-Man: Far From Home came out too because this was like the conclusion of of the Infinity Saga, as Kevin Feige likes to call it. Or this was like the love letter to saying goodbye to like Tony Stark. Like this was it. Like guess. What did you think of the movie? I felt like the considering how intertwined it was. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead, continuity aside, because I am going to get into that in a minute. <laughs> By itself, you had Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland and John Favreau. Those three literally were like the quintessential like characters in this sense. That held the thing together, yeah. I felt like Zendaya had a very minor role in the sense that I, I agree. Like, I felt like her presence was there, but it, the the story was primarily the father son relationship right. between between Happy and uh, and Peter right, and then of course yeah, um, and, and and of course oh, Jesus, what's his name? Jake Gyllenhaal. What's his character's name? Uh, Mysterio, Quentin Beck. Quentin Beck. Yeah. I was going to say Quentin something else. Or Quincy. I was going to say Quincy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Quincy Jones. <laughs> right, yeah, no, uh, but, yeah, it, it was just really, like, the, the, the whole villain arc was excellent, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm just like, it, first of all, I knew very little about Mysterio going in. Oh, really? Yeah. I was oh, like, okay. Oh, so he's got this thing on his head. The only glimpse I ever got of him, outside of, like, the cartoons, was at the end of the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Okay. Do you remember? Yeah. Was it Amazing Spider-Man 2? Or the, just was, the Amazing or, Spider-Man? Yeah, the yeah. first one where you saw uh, uh, the lizard, green lizard, sitting yeah. in his cell. And he's like, you stay the hell away from Peter. And yeah. you just see the mysterious orb yeah like fog. i'm like oh it's gonna go in that direction never did yeah so, and it never and it never took off yeah so outside of that i really didn't know much about it so yeah it's like going into it when the whole big reveal happened i'm just like wait is this supposed to happen are they <laughs> like are they stepping on anyone's toes right now and then they brought out literally like everyone yeah just that scene was so hilarious where it's just like, oh, and then this guy and this just flashed yeah. back to the little clip and then it was just like a whodunit kind of thing. The black and white zooms in on them. You see, see Jake Gyllenhaal in the background of the exhibit where he was showing off his the hologram. Yeah. So you just see him in the back. It's just so... That part was just so cheesy. That and the it whole... Was so, to me, that part, that entire scene, that... It was so cheesy. It worked, yeah, for me. Yeah, I was, was just like, like okay, because just just to interject. Okay, it would have as itself the whole reveal, the whole model, everything was just like this. This is what freaking Iron Man three tried to be. Yeah, like, <laughs> we are. Yeah, we, we are mysterious. Like this makes better sense. It does. I am the Mandarin, and then he gets clocked upside. Yeah. Head. Exactly. Anyways, I'm not getting on that tangent again. <laughs> so we've been that, down that road right. too many times. Fake news. People believe what they want to hear. Yeah. This speaks to literally everyone. Yep. So I'm like this. Like literally, that whole reveal segment would have been amazing had it not been for those cheap ass transitions. <laughs> I am sorry, but that just it, it, it took away from it's it. It's all it sold it short. Yeah, I'm big just time. Like, what 
Why are you Dude, it's like that stupid little it is super zoom on, on Instagram. On Instagram? Like, yeah, that's what it's it reminded me of. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally someone was on the editing floor. It's like, how can we do this? And literally, he'll and literally they heard the daughter. IG. Yeah, or preteen daughter trying to like take a funny picture of their dog. And it's like, oh, honey. I get it. That's a bit, let me see that again. <laughs> And literally, it's just like, Jenkins, you're getting promoted. Yeah, exactly. And so, <laughs> that's amazing. That and what else? Oh, yeah, the whole, like, the, the first time we ever saw the drone try to, like, annihilate that one kid. Oh, that yeah. expression on um, uh, Mary Jane. Yeah. Like, the whole is like, okay, first of all, a missile's coming towards the bus. <laughs> everyone's staring at you because you're creating such a huge scene. Exactly. And suddenly, everyone's going to immediately get distracted by billy goats on the side. <laughs> just enough so you can jump out of this. <laughs> to stop this yeah. horrible thing from happening. And nobody noticed, not even the bus driver that was standing, that was right there next to you. Exactly. And just that entire little scene was just like, come on. Really? This is something straight out of Agent Zach, like Agent Cody <laughs> with Frankie Munoz. <laughs> Okay, no, this doesn't have a place here. This doesn't work. Stop it. It doesn't work at all. But alas, that's what it was. That part I literally was just like uncomfortable. Oh, like it, my this is cringy. How awkward it really is. <laughs> like, uh, I'm like, uh, uh, all right, this is like uh, no, right. thank you. Like, we'll I, just, all right, this is where it's going. I guess we took this right. <laughs> <laughs> and it was where we should have just gone straight. But okay, all right, we're Back here on course. <laughs> 10 minutes could have went to go use the restroom at this time <laughs> and all right um that and the only biggest issue i ever had with it was that it made absolute no sense how they explained how everyone came back oh okay infinity like endgame did a crap job at it mm-hmm. this did a crap job at it i have no idea what <laughs> All I know is that, so, like, all right, correct me if I'm wrong. So people trapped, the people that got snapped right. were stuck in the Soul Stone and immediately came back as if no perceivable time has passed for them. Right. Did they or did they not age five years? Yes. But they would have aged five years with the people that are that have not been snapped. So we are to assume that the events of Endgame happened five years later from the snap. Yes. So that means because it cut to, by because... default should have been five years older. Uh, I'm trying to follow. I'm trying to follow your line here. Yes. Everybody should have been five years older. Oh. You see where I where you see where I'm trying to like. I'm a little. I'm struggling with that one. I yeah. That's a little weird. This makes zero sense. Because then everybody should have aged. Everyone should have aged, but nobody. But but not everybody. Did. But not everybody did. Unless. Interesting. Unless. The only thing that I can think of, but still, should still be running. Yeah, it should still be good. Theory. There it is. All right, well. <laughs> As long as our mics don't become unplugged. I know. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Let me make sure. Yeah. Uh, I gave you extra slack. Oh, thank way. you. So, all right. Unless you remember when 
the final battle where Tony did the snap. Right. Spoiler alert, by Spoiler the way. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it. Um, wait, wait, so it's the final battle. Did they all show up back in time? Mm-hmm. All right, no, no, all right. Oh, let me play this out. Let me play this out. All right, so they built the time machine. They went back into time to take the to steal the stones right. back during a time when they did exist, and they brought them to the future. Yes, where they attached it to the glove. Yes, and so uh, Bruce then did the first snap to yes. bring everyone back. Yes, and it took them about an hour to get their bearings to get their bearings back. To yeah, get back to where they needed to be. Yes, for before then now. How did Thanos' ship manage to breach the, the, the wormhole? Because they brought it to them. They used the pim particles, remember? Yeah, they bad used the ba- Bad guy Gamora used, well, warped everybody there. I don't remember that part. You don't remember that part? No. So what? She found... So she being goody two-shoes in daddy's favor sold them out basically. yeah and but that you but you have to remember that's gamora from or that's a uh, nebula from five years earlier uh, it's not new nebula it's old nebula old nebula yeah okay that's how thanos got his ship there and everything oh that's right because they used nebula to yes because okay. she's connected somehow to the nebula from the future so that's how they found out all right that's how they found out, but I'm trying to remember how they brought the ship through. The pin particles. That's that was basically the idea. You never saw it, or no, you did see it, and that's how it worked. She brought them. She brought them oh, to her because remember they switched spots. Right. They yeah. took the little wristlet and then. And that brought everybody. Somehow that brought the entire ship instead of just Nebula. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You're asking the so, wrong person, all buddy. Right. So, all that aside, the fact of the matter is, they brought... So, Thanos, old Thanos... Yeah. ...came back from the past. Yes. So, that means... When... Okay, no, that's that's irrelevant, because the time that snap happened and Tony Stark died was five years after the cataclysm that happened with the first snap. Yes. But that second snap that brought everyone back happened yeah. five years later yes so everyone should have already aged five years yes but they came back from the soul stone five years older yeah or oh i see what you're trying to get at here i see what you're trying to do i get it like like so they're they they perceive time as never has had moved but yeah somehow they came back five years older but everyone's all amazed that oh my gosh he looks so much better but it makes no sense because everyone would have aged the same. But you got some people that are palpably older than others. Yes. Like that Asian kid. I forget his name. I forget his name. He was a forgettable character. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, this makes no sense. So he hit puberty, apparently, in the, <laughs> in the Soul Stone. He came back. First of all, everyone should have been older, mm-hmm. five years older. They wasn't. Everyone, five years later, was still a senior in high school. <laughs> so I don't know how that happened. So that whole logic is like, yeah, they made us repeat the entire school years. Like, so has school been adjourned for the past five years? How is this happening? 
very well maybe who knows i don't know but that's we got to watch a video on this i saw there's a video on it an entire breakdown with the russo brothers i just uh, and they completely explained it because i just way, haven't what watched I'm getting it. at is that apparently they said that there's another article that came out that said a lot like the reason why this t- spider-man far from home doesn't make sense right the whole explanation of they called it the blip right no I'm calling it get the snap, okay? <laughs> You're not going to force this <laughs> The on blip. Me. All right? And uh, I got something about that, by the way. So, <laughs> so they um, they were saying, he's like, yeah, a large part of the reason why it seems so discombobulated is because the writers for Far From Home were not allowed to read the script from... The script from Endgame. Endgame. And it's just like... So you did your Tony best. got dead. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So you were able to disclose certain things. But not everything. But not everything. Yeah. Granted, okay, you don't need to give them the whole script, but you couldn't give them the gist that everyone came back five years later. So if you're going to scale everyone five years, that's not going to work. Yeah. Because everyone will still be about the baseline. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> but it was hilarious to know that when everyone started, when the first snap happened. Right. At the end of Endgame. You're right. Right. Yeah. Nick Fury and Maria Hill are out there. Right. And you see people crashing helicopter slams into oh you're talking about at the end of infinity end war of infinity war right okay so literally it was a cataclysm everyone literally just disappeared right if you're sitting in a 747 and your passengers start disappearing that's going to be some issues if yeah. the pilot disappears but no one in the plane got blipped well that pilot that plane's going down <laughs> similarly to how we saw it in the in the in the chopper right okay now go back to far from home <laughs> You know where I'm getting at here? I think I know what you're getting at here. Everyone disappears from the basketball game. The band's sitting there in the field. Five years later, kids are still in high school. They're playing on the field, and the band just reappears. They're playing the same little stupid melody. Yeah. What if you're on a freeway and you got blipped? Where do you get bl- Where do you get snapped back to? Do you go back? Do you- are you back in your car? Did your wife think that you left her and she ended up selling the car? Well, see, you have to realize you have to realize the only things the only things that left were organic materials. No, okay, I get that. That was it. Okay, yeah, I, I get that. So if you're in a moving vehicle, right, and going you got down snapped, the Interstate Five, you get snapped, and you hit that bend off of Norwalk, <laughs> your car is going to be a twisted metal wreck at the end of that highway. Exactly. Right. So if you come back, do you go back to that tangible space that you once occupied? Which in what, the middle of a freeway at this point. That is exactly where probably a semi coming <laughs> in and you're gonna get dead anyways. <laughs> to your perceivable timeline, you're just trucking along. Actually, you know your car disappears <laughs> and you get plowed by a semi truck. <laughs> Similarly, what if you get for... blipped back into the airplane? Do you get blipped back into the actual <laughs> plane? Next thing you know, you're sitting on top of a late some fat lady. <laughs> or maybe you're gonna get or maybe back just up into and a half that miles above. altitude of a 747 <laughs> and literally you're gonna be sitting there enjoying i don't know cars too next thing you know it you're free falling without a, without, a, without a parachute it's like what is going on that's hilarious because i did not think about that and that is awesome all at the same anybody time anybody thought about this <laughs> because you got to think about it because even peter said when he saw tony i woke up and D- and Doctor Strange was there, and I was there, and this guy was there, and I'm like, oh, okay. And when you started talking about it, I'm like, oh, they all woke up in the same spot that they were at. So, of course, everybody's waking up at the same spot that they left. 
So it, you're right. If you were in a plane, you exploded. <laughs> or I don't. I mean, yeah, it's true. That chopper that gave that that guy blipped back right at that exact moment so where he left. Everyone blipped back. You had people raining from the sky. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. <laughs> People randomly disappearing or the fact that they the... came back just to get splatted. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is so stinking funny, dude. I mean, it's not like it's The Sims where you like, get into a bind, you hit like the console reset button, and everyone spawns at a safe Everybody's spot just in back. front of their own lot. <laughs> okay? I don't think that's how physics works. I don't think. Not in this, not in this realm. Oh, man. I don't know. I think that's a terrible oversight in which that I is think a massive oversight. I feel like we need to do an entire bit of uh, pour one out <laughs> on this, specifically for the people for who are just going about the day. Next thing you know it, just a body hits them. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Not again. <laughs> oh, they're back. <laughs> that's basically what it would be is just that they're back. So, Jesus, I didn't even think about that. Like, what if you're in a plane? What if you're in a car? What if you're... That was a huge oversight. Oh, God. (laughs) What if you were diving? (laughs) And then they decided to do pool cleaning. (laughs) What happens if the pool is filled at that point? Where they just went back and they're like, it's too painful. It was his favorite spot. And they covered. And then you blip back, and then now you're five feet underground. Oh, never mind that. You're like half in the <laughs> Just cement cut off, like just right like here. Jumanji? <laughs> Falls through the floor, you just see feet. Just feet hanging, just like, well, what's happening here? That's exact. that, oh my god, that's so funny. That is hilarious. I have a feeling when How It Should Have Ended came out, they are definitely going to address this. Like a what if, in the what if stories? What if everybody came back in the exact spot they were came no, back? No, they did. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I saw that basketball game. That was the most probably was like, hey, guys, can we actually get away with this? What if we just show a basketball game? Okay, maybe. But Might work. Gonna, I mean, the fact of the matter that there was no big news article about everyone's back, but they, his body started falling from the sky. Yeah. Might be indicative of the fact that maybe nobody really thought about this. Nobody at Marvel was just like, oh, oh, wait a minute. That's bad. That's real bad. People are going to figure this out. Uh, Hey, guys, Lady Thor. (laughs) And that's what we got. (laughs) Lady Thor and and WandaVision. And WandaVision. That's exactly what we got. And the the only hopefuls, I think, are probably the Eternals, Blade, and Shang-Chi. I'm holding out for the Fantastic Four. Oh, definitely. Me too. Just to see if they can possibly. I'm so hoping. So hoping. Life to this franchise. I am so hoping. John Krasinski and uh, and and Emily Emily Blunt sign on for. Reed Richards and uh, Susan Storm. I remember they uh, had fan casted uh, David Harbour to play. Is his name Hank? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The thing. The thing. And. Somebody says that somebody fan casted uh, as the Human Torch. Somebody, somebody went around. I forget who I was talking to. I want to say it was the guys at the comic shop. I think I was talking to the guys at the shop that they are in that Marvel is in talks to have uh, Dwayne Johnson play uh, the thing, which I'm kind of on board with. 
I I would be I would be happy with that. I'd be fine with that. And uh, everybody's fan casting Zac Efron as uh, Johnny Storm, which I still think is a good is a good casting call. I really don't mind it. Yeah, it would, it would be all right. And Zac Efron and Dwayne Johnson have already worked together. I mean, they did that flop Baywatch, but <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it would be a chance at redemption for them to be, you know, kind of that that kind of a deal. And then plus, you all you would have to do is put Dwayne Johnson in kind of a prosthetic suit too. I mean, he's a big guy. I wouldn't think I wouldn't think that he would have to do too much or any uh, rotoscoping or CGI to him. I think you could put, be. A, I think you could pull it if off you with give some him a latex suit. You might feel a little out of his element. Yeah, maybe they might just give him a. They might just CGI, but he'll be the. Yeah, he'll be the act. He'll do all of his own. He'll stuff. do all of his own stuff, which, which uh, might, to be honest, given his clobbering time nature, might be pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Walking Tall. Think about it, Walking Tall. Walking Tall was a great movie. I mean, granted, it was a remake, but it's still a great movie. I mean, it's just like when you, when you get The Rock, you get The Rock. And so, now he's going to be a living rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a bit, uh, it's a bit forcing the issue. It's like, hey, Dwayne Johnson, we're going to need you to play the thing. Are you shitting me right now? <laughs> <laughs> the Rock as The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> it would still... I think, I think it'd be great because... I think, oh, what else? Did, oh, wait a minute. Something else came out of Comic-Con, too. Oh, Kevin Feige had said that for almost every Marvel movie, they have sat down and approached Keanu Reeves to be in a Marvel movie. And rumor has it is uh, that we might get him for Adam Warlock, which I am completely on, blo- on board uh, with. I right from or, I, I know, <laughs> No, I was thinking, I remember someone said, what if Keanu Reeves was the Wolverine? Oh, I heard that too. It doesn't, I've seen people try and do. He seems more like the. He's a little too old. And I know they're trying to cast somebody who's a little bit younger. Not only that, like, I feel like he would be like the very secluded, like darker days of the. Yeah. Of Wolverine. Oh, completely. Like if. (laughs) I think he would pick up with the Logan from like Days of Future Past. Yeah. I think it would be like that version of Logan. I could just see him with like a full beard. And yeah, just like and just kind of like the, the shorter hair and just kind of spiked out on the sides. Yeah, <laughs> not like my dog died, but I'm you know, he's a very yeah. stoic, badass kind of thing. Yeah, because they're also thinking, uh, oh god, what's the kid from Kingsman? Taron Egerson or something. Like yeah, that? they're thinking him too but elton i don't john? yeah like yeah elton john <laughs> like i don't i really don't see it but i mean no he's too small the, which is perfect because wolverine in, in the comics is only five foot four he's not a tall guy you say that yeah now that you <laughs> five four yeah he's get any the... circus on it <laughs> <laughs> and circus on. already played claw it doesn't I matter know, but i mean if we were going to, <laughs> I mean, if this is a legit fan casting call, like if we were just to strip everything and literally it's just like, let's go tabla rasa on the entire franchise, who would we pick up? Oh God, I don't know. I'd, I honestly would be, give the bid to Andy Circus. In all honesty, I'd want Tom Hardy. I've seen what he would look like as Wolverine and I think he'd pull it off perfect. Tom Hardy, dude, Tom, Tom Hardy's tall, but he's not like... He's not Hugh Jackman tall. Yeah. And we've already seen him as Bane, so he can be like that stocky, hunched over, yellow and blue suit 
if we need him to be with an anger issue. Yeah. To just be like that weapon X, like this is, you know, Marvel vs. Camcom, Berserker Barrage type, you know, Wolverine that I think everybody wants. I mean, we got it in like Days of Future Past with that Wolverine, you know, with Hugh Jackman playing that. But I mean, there's there's not even a chance like Hugh Jackman's coming back for Wolverine. Like it's it's dead and done and set in stone. And I think now everybody's kind of coming around to it. Like, okay, Hugh Jackman's not coming back. We're gonna move on now. You know, but I think I mean, it, you kind of have to, especially now that you're rebooting yeah. the franchise. So it's kind of so it's time to get, get some fresh blood. All I just hope is that they do not keep. Like, if they are going to reboot it, yeah, reboot it. Oh, completely. Do not bring in Sophia Turner. Do not oh, bring no. in Laura, uh, Laura, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. Yeah, uh, none of them. No, I think like, we need an entire brand new cast. So it's time to said, move on. Again, I need to remember my sources. Disney apparently, with the acquisition of Fox, put the kibosh on all Fox 21st Century Fox projects. Good, it, it, with the exception to Avatar and, and Deadpool. Deadpool. There was one other one. They were just like they're gonna because Kevin Feige play. even it came out and said he's just like Deadpool staying right at R. It's not changing. Okay, so you know how you keep it rated R? How? Don't release another Deadpool. Yeah. Do you think they'll just like, no, no more? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think I. I don't think so. And here's why: I don't. He has the balls to put out a rated R movie. It's not going to be Disney. It's going to be Marvel that's putting it out. Marvel is a wing off of Disney, so I mean. I remember we did. I, I did some research on this, like what other rated R movies did. Buena Vista Pictures. Yeah. Let's call it how it is. It isn't Disney. It's Buena Vista. Yeah. So I follow the I follow the trail, and I was just like, oh, so this came out. But of course, naturally, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we talked about it in a prior episode, or what's going on. But uh, what ended up happening was, oh, Jesus Christ. Anyways. <laughs> I want to t- table that for another comic. Um, where is it going with this? Uh, Buena Vista. Buena Vista. Yeah, I mean, they did like a few, like a very handful of rated R movies. Mm. I don't know if they, um, but the fact of the matter was, it was like a lot of their subsidiaries. Okay. That were like, oh, they were owned by Disney at one point. Mm. They ended up doing a rated R. So. I don't know. It, it it's I in all honesty, I don't I don't think it's if Disney has the balls to do it. I think it's just when Disney has the balls to do it. When it's going to be they're, when they're like running out of ideas and they need to pull a ripcord basically. Mm, I don't think they're going to be pulling a ripcord anytime soon because if because no matter what, if the next Fantastic 4 movie flops because this has a tendency to be that cursed movie for Fantastic Four to just flop. I think it's just because the studio behind it never really gave it. Oh, it, they never they never gave it the 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 right attention that it needed to detail. So I they think they need to give Fantastic Four the same level of attention to detail that they did. To the Avengers. Yes. Yeah. The Avengers. I'm not gonna say Iron Man because Iron Man no. three managed to come. Yeah, out they managed to kill yeah. that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not gonna say Thor because Ragnarok came. Around. Yeah, because Ragnarok and, and now we got Love and Thunder. Yeah, and then. Uh, Definitely, if we're going to give them a track record with how Captain Marvel panned out. Oh, let's not even get started there. Like, I just really hope that they give the ultimate, you know, 
white glove treatment to yeah, to Fantastic Four, yeah. which I have a feeling they will. But the thing, but the same thing is, is that what they also have to do is they have to do that same. Their the, their next two big movies that they gotta really really throw out there is gonna be Fantastic Four and X Men. I was going to say the Eternals if they really want to like alley oop. They they they, they uh, will. They will. They will. The success but, of Fantastic Four really pans out to how well they can develop Galactus in the Eternals. It's that, and that's even if they bring Galactus. If they do bring Galactus, which they should, because they're introducing the Celestials along with the Eternals. So it's more or less one of those things. So if you're going to make Galactus the big bad, you're going to introduce him in the Eternals. And if you're going to introduce X-Men and a mutant gene, you're going to do it in the Eternals because that's where mutants branched off from. And that's how we got mutants in in the universe. And if you're going to start looking at a more cosmic level of, uh, th- of things in the MCU, you have to take care of Fantastic Four. Yep. Like, you have to do that because they're all... They're, they're, like for me, Fantastic Four isn't really. They're like an Earth-based superhero team that goes into space. Yeah. Like that's what they kind of are. And then threats every now and then come to. Was it you who told me what Sword was? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's their. It's, oh God! It's the outer something space, outer world, something like that. Space I worlds and beyond. No, it's a. Oh God! What is it? Because they have Shield on Earth, and then they have Sword, which monitors space, and I forget what Sword stands for. Sword stands for oh well, cool Wikipedia. No, I'm not looking to buy swords. <laughs> Sword, Marvel. Yeah. What do we got? Sword stands for cool. They're not gonna tell me. You're really gonna make me look for it, huh? Yeah, they're gonna make you look. Sentient World Observation and Response Department. There we go. And that is where Nick Fury is at the end of uh, at the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home. And everyone was just like, "What's going on?" And yeah, and everybody's just, just like, like "What?" Wars wars yeah, secret so wars? swore the. Well, you mean so. secret invasion? Secret invasion. Mm-hmm. I think they painted him too much of a good guy. Because let's, uh, I, I don't know if we talked about it, I, or somebody mentioned it to me. They're saying, "All right, let's look at today's, uh, let's look at today's political field." Yeah. Do you really want to paint? Immigrants as bad yeah, guys. As, a, as, a, as the bad guys right now, especially after yeah, no. yeah it was just like yeah, okay, okay. Right, I, I get will, it. <laughs> yeah, I, all right, I get it. At the same time, I'm completely open to the possibility that maybe a bad scroll will leak out from there. I would I would say that because scroll is technically one of the bad guys for uh, Fantastic Four. Like he gets his, he imitates all four of them, and able to. Oh, you want to know who I saw a fan cast for Victor Doom, which I thought was dead on. Henry Cavill. Do not tease me that like that. That would be amazing. Oh jeez. He has that very kind of that that kind of like billionaire yeah, yeah. arrogance charisma type to his that yeah. he can like we saw it from like kind of in like man of uncle and a few other other movies he's been in like he can carry even himself from, even the glimpse of it that i got from bad spy from bad spy bad superman <laughs> yeah 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 uh, pet cemetery superman right? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like i saw a little bit of it and just like if you give him if you take the stick out of his ass yeah and you know have him be a little bit more base to like 
what Doctor Doom who, who, who I'm, right? Yeah, Victor Doom it. would be actually be it. You, that would be perfect. I think that is almost a dead on casting. Now you said you saw this somewhere. No, I did, I just saw it like fan casted somewhere. Like Henry Cavill is, you know, the Victor Doom because everybody kind of has the idea of who they want for Fantastic Four. Well, you need to start. Well, if you're going to look at Fantastic Four, Doom is their biggest problem. We so do, who do you get? Yeah. <gasps> who would you, get? you know, I think I, I, in all honesty, think Henry Cavill is like a perfect. He's a he can look that he he has that billionaire pretty boy look that, you know, Victor Doom. I'm pretty sure he can do the whole pull off the whole genius thing. I remember seeing Army Hammer also in contention for it. But mm, I, think he's too... I I like Henry Cavill better. No. I was going to say, who's the guy that played Ozymandias, but he's already played a maniac oh, billionaire. Yeah, yeah. So that's not going to work. No, I mean, it would work, but he's British and kind of a deal. But So is Henry Cavill. Oh, that's true, huh? <laughs> <laughs> they got the American. They got the British. They got his American, American accent down. <laughs> yeah. And then they got the American guy to play the Russian dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that's something's backwards there about it, Wait a minute. What? What? I think that's almost that. I I seriously think that's almost a dead on, dead on casting. Yeah. So, speaking of casting, we're gonna go we're gonna go down this rabbit okay. hole a little bit more. All right. Because uh, and see, okay, so let's do this first because there there was other news that we got early on earlier on. I want to say a little bit earlier on this summer that uh, I think it was Amy Pascal is gone from Sony now. Oh. I think I think uh-huh. that I remember I th- hearing about this too. That had about hearing about this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, what the other the other thing we got rumoring out of Comic Con too is that Marvel Disney has now made an offer to Sony to bring Venom into the MCU. Oh yeah. So. With Amy Pascal gone, it's basically Kevin Feige has said the ball's in their court. We made the offer. We're gonna see if they accept it. The other thing too is is that Tom Holland wants a Spider Verse, a live action Spider Verse movie I with know. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. We talked about this, yeah. And I think I think it would be a good move. It, 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 it put, okay. I'll put it this Only way: it if- potentially has. The ability to be a good move—it <laughs> doesn't necessarily have to be a good move. It could, it could be, it could be detrimental, yeah. completely, if it's not done right and if it's not taken care of. Because who's directing? Are we bringing in Sam Raimi? Oh God, no, <laughs> never, never. But you see, here's the other thing too: is that what we recently just learned is that uh, Andy Serkis just signed on For the Venom. to direct Venom yeah. Two. Uh-huh. Now. That kind of brings a, an entirely new perspective because Andy Serkis has kind of only exclusively worked with Marvel over the last over the last over the last years and because Universal and Universal and stuff like that and, and all those other places. So now he's over at Sony. What to me? That's kind of like okay, you're planting a seed somewhere. <laughs> you're planting. You're, yeah, you're, <laughs> you're planting an operative. Yeah, in, like in you're you're enterprise. going to enemy territories yeah. and just be like, you're going to be our double agent. Okay, this is what we want you to do while you're over there working. 
at you the know? same time, I feel like Andy Serkis would be like, no, nah, this is going to be my rock team. This is gonna I be really – well, see, here's the thing too is because you don't only have – you the characters you have in this movie too is you have Venom and Eddie Brock. You have to think of that. You don't really necessarily think of them as one character. It's just Eddie wearing another character. Like the suit is a character within itself. Yeah. Yeah, you know, symbiote. Yeah, symbiote. exactly. So Adam and Eddie are two different characters. Exactly. So now what you also have too is you're introducing Cletus Cassidy, Woody Harrelson. So that means this movie has the potential has the potential to be very dark and very murdery, <laughs> and all of the and all of these things. So it's basically like if Marvel's trying to get characters, which they own almost all. Of Marvel characters again because you have to remember way back when before even Avengers before even Iron Man Marvel was tanking bad and they They sold sold to Disney Mm. for like 32.7 million dollars or billion dollars and that was it like they ran off and that was and that it was done and then 2000 billion huh that they sold them for 4 billion 40 billion 4 billion no or was that the Star Wars Enterprise no, I think it might have been Star Wars, Disney. because I think th- I think it was thirty four point seven billion for Marvel. Thirty two? I want to say it was thirty four. Yeah, four point two four billion for Marvel. Yeah. Oh, okay. So what it was? I'm getting my numbers mixed up here. Yeah, because I remember doing the math on a bunch of this before. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then Lucas Lucas Films was four point oh four. That's right. Okay. Oh my God. What am I saying? Thirty two billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I remember we I crunched the numbers because right, said right. They bought um, they bought Fox. Yeah. They bought out Fox for seventy billion. Oh, that's right. That's right. And well, we crunched I, the numbers I, on I this one. I said you need to make endgame caliber blockbusters. Yeah. You need to make. Let me math this really quick. Approximately thirty. Yeah, <laughs> of endgame caliber blockbusters, which was a culmination of eleven years of work. Yeah, just to return your R, just to get your ROI. Get to, just to get your ROI, and the way they have things mapped out, and the way that they have potentially to do so, we're on the fence. Yeah, we will be definitely be on the fence here at Redcon Project. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think, they, I think they finally outdid themselves, cause especially considering the fact how Disney's lead revenue yeah in the parks yeah if they even think the parks are even Ooh, revenue, that's a, attendance jesus has bottomed out oh completely because your wife is saying yeah this is summer months this should be busy yeah it's and dead. it's not yeah that's star so wars crazy moot apparently star wars land like, is oh, is like not doing well it did not bring the people like people thought it was going to I mean, let's take a look at let's take it let's let's read the temperature yeah. of your audience. You disappointed them with massive the Jedi. Yeah, oh, you completely. You bring in the only cool part about the about Galaxy's Edge is the fact that okay, first of all, it is a very it is a foreign land. Is mm-hmm. the thing that there's nothing here that tethers us to what we knew Star Wars was to be, right? Except for the Millennium Falcon, right? And even then, it's the new gen tech because that is not Chewie's antenna <laughs> that he put up there. <laughs> I know my antennas. <laughs> that is not the radar dish that I remember. Yeah, four, five, and six. Uh, they have a newer A wing, I believe. Okay. That we haven't seen yet. Okay. And then, of course, Blue Squadron's X wing sitting out. Of right. There. Right. Everything else is completely brand new. Was it like Batu or something like that? Mm-hmm. New Batu or something like that? Yeah. And apparently, 
I'm calling it now. Who was that one little rascal in the Clone Wars? Who? In the Smuggler's Run ride. I don't know. I haven't been. I haven't been oh, to Star Wars. Been. No, I've never uh, been. Spoiler haven't been yet. <laughs> Jeez, I am sorry. I haven't renewed my pass yet, so it's just kind of like, well, well, I'm not gonna go yet. It's a. It, it, it looks cool to go there, hang out. Apparently, there's a bar. Yeah. You can actually drink the blue milk. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, those little nuances. Right. I can gravitate to, but can somebody explain to me why they didn't decide to do it Moss Eisley? Oh, I have no idea. That Moss Eisley would have been so much better. So much better because now what they're doing is that you know what they're doing. They are setting up for the ninth installment. Yeah. This whole new land is supposed to be Galaxy's Edge, which is supposed to be the home world now that they resist. Where they're headed to. to. Right. With the Millennium Falcon. And this is apparently where Oh my gosh. That stupid little character is escaping my name. It, he's like the new comic relief character they introduced okay. in the Clone Wars in the in the in the in the CG series. Oh, I don't know. It's some bounty hunter guy. I forget. I forget. It basically, had I not watched the very little bit <laughs> that, uh, that I uh, I maybe ran into maybe once or twice of like Star Wars Rebels. No, maybe Rebels more so, but in the Clone Wars series, uh-huh. I think he had like a little more of a role. Oh, okay. But uh, if it wasn't for that, like, oh, it's that guy. Oh, so like, I see. They're making me now. They're they're throwing. They're like again. They're appealing to that initiate generation of right kids. they're not that, doing the all-encompassing yeah they're, yeah they're appealing to that initiate generation of, of kids that grew up on rebels right who right watch the rebels like oh i know who this is okay yeah i'm all for it yeah but, but dad doesn't know who that is no nobody does yeah okay exactly unless you actually sat there and stomached the entire new <laughs> series you're not gonna know who that was which my brothers by the way swear by but i mean rebels? i don't know yeah yeah they loved it I heard mixed things about Rebels. I, I heard good things about the older one. Yeah. Which honestly, I'm getting through there, and then it's like when the, it's the Padme C3PO episodes. I'm like, uh, okay. Oh god, that's what like, it is. No, yeah. That's what all it is, and it was just like it's, it's like a moan totally and groan kind of a deal. Cringy. It's I don't get it. Can I just get a Cliff Notes version of this? Yeah. That 86 is all the jokes. <laughs> it's just like look, just lay it on me. Just get all right. This is what I would like, James Earl Jones to give me a synopsis. Literally everything. That's of everything happening. that's happening? Yes. I would love that. That would be great. Yeah. While we're at it, let's give him the, uh, the script for the uh, for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> and just have him read it. Just do a cold read. Just do a cold read of the Snyder cold Cut and just Snyder. see what happens. We don't need a movie. It's no. not going to be released. No one's going to have the balls to do that either. Nope. So just leak the script. Let us read it. Yeah. Let us see what could have been. book fans. Yeah. We read, okay? <laughs> You're not going to give us something to watch fine. Give it to us. Give us something to read. Give us to read. It's perfectly fine. Oh, it doesn't have little pictures for us. Fine. We don't need a moving thing. Yeah, no, we're good. We can use our imagination. We're completely fine. Just release it in text. Exactly. I feel like that should be the next thing. (laughs) Release the Snyder Cut. And they'd be like, okay, fine. Release it in text. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that's all someone needs to do. If Mm -hmm. someone just grabs that script that nobody's going to do anything with anyway. Exactly. Just leak it. You're not making money off of it, and you're going to shut the fan base up. Yeah. Because 
You're already you're we'll already you're making closure. more people unhappy. We're, we'll get that closure. Yeah. Of what could have been and what we have. Unless it's a marketing ploy. Don't do this to me. Think about it. Don't give me that hope. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, think about it. Like seriously, if you're going to do something, if you're going to do something like that, you're going to have your people who are going to be bitching and moaning for at least the next few years. And you have to think about it like this too. Marvel's at a low right now. At which point a do you have a the ju- a lull? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the bit of, like a bit of a lull, you know? And at which point do you think to yourself, "All right. Everybody's begging for this. Marvel's had its day. It's our turn." And you release this movie. The only way they could properly do that is if they flashpoint the thing. But they've slammed on the brakes on so many DC. On so many things. I don't think... Now, I'm just saying, if you're going to do anything like that, especially, like, within the next year, now's the time to do it while Marvel's getting ready to boot up again. Yeah. But because you have pe- you have people and this hashtag on Twitter trending like crazy, like so many people want it, and so many people have been the biggest assholes <laughs> about the Snyder Cut, yeah. and the other people who are completely like, we want this, give it to us, we want to see it, we want something, give us something, give us a cutscene, give us the black suit, give us give us something to hope, like hope for. And hoping. S means hope. Yeah, I remember what Amy Adams said about that. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> but see, like you, you, you have this entire fan base who's standing behind Zack Snyder and wants to see this movie. And granted, even even Marvel fans want to see this movie. Yeah. Like they're still like, well, Marvel's taking a time out right now. So what's DC got? I think I literally think right now is the best time. If Warner Brothers is gonna get your attention again, release this movie. Well, I mean, they barely got their shit together with casting Robert Patterson. As, let's as, not even get let's not even get me on this one because I have no because the next two movies that are coming out of Warner Brothers is what the J- Joker and Wonder Batman, Woman, right? And Wonder Woman. Wonder and Wonder Woman is not coming out until after the New Year. Yeah. You know, and Batman's not coming and or the Batman's not coming out until 2021, you know, and it's just like, okay, sure. You're going to get, you're going to get some, I mean, the direction I just harkens back to one of our older episodes when we, when when they told us like, yeah, this whole team up meetup. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is is, is non-existent. Yeah. I still haven't seen Shazam by the by. So I feel like I should just see it just so I can watch that everything wrong with Shazam sure. movie that just dropped the other day. <laughs> so I can be in the know. Yeah. I need yeah. to do something during my lunch, right? No, right. <laughs> so, you need to watch a one, some movie. I can movie. only watch so many Overwatch videos. Come on. <laughs> Throw me a bone here. Anyways, so like um, like I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the scope of things like, okay, they slammed on the brakes on the Flash movie. Completely. And... But if we take a closer look at what they're doing with their TV series, mm-hmm. did you hear about what's happening? That they're tackling the crisis of Infinite Earths? Yes. 
and it's just like i feel like everyone who's vested in there is like a very small niche teen drama community yeah and it's just like do it's I the same people it? who watch gotham and got it to nine seasons or seven seasons or whatever that is true i feel like there's like a group of like two million viewers out there that is just keeping that core together yeah they got brandon ruth back yeah i'm like okay oh uh, all right you have my attention <laughs> bring it back kate bosworth too because i'll be on board there we go otherwise otherwise don't bother plays out <laughs> but no it's are they gonna bring back kevin spacey as lex Luthor? i would hope so it's oh so my oh wait a minute. i don't know kevin spacey is like hiding <laughs> kevin spacey is in hiding we haven't seen him in anything since that whole scandal broke and unbroke did you hear about what happened oh yeah and unbroke and i, I like, heard that Ooh, this smells of drama yeah it's like, just what's like, going on who did what, what? he's brit he he's a, he a whole <laughs> that whole frank underwood thing i was just like uh <laughs> i don't know what to do with this man <laughs> i don't know that it's a st- oh jesus it's a sticky situation to say the least <laughs> to say to say the least yes <laughs> say the least it seems very suspect and sticky is just like you know what Take care of yourselves <laughs> and each other. All there right. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. But so since let's just let's just go ahead and we're gonna go ahead and do this because we because yeah, we're gonna here. yeah we're gonna <laughs> 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 let's go ahead and do that. So um, what was our original point? I forget where we go. We did this was tangent. DC trying to fill in the gaps right now. But oh I don't yeah, think they right. have anything slated. To really do no, it they don't. Right. I mean, everything's on their DC Universe the, yeah. app that they got the, going on. Titans apparently got renewed for a season. Titans got renewed for a season two, which okay. I they, I'm still not. They canceled Swamp Thing. They canceled Swamp Thing. I don't know why. Or oh, how. it had to do something with where they were shoot, where they were filming. Atlanta. Yeah, they were filming. Okay, so that's what happened. They were filming in Atlanta. Was it and the city? Was it was the abortion rights thing or something? They pulled the no. DC DC canceled it because it had something to do with the taxes that were going on in Atlanta, and they were taxing them more money at the end of it when they initial started to be to they they cut off their like tax break or something Uh. like they did for shooting there, and they started and they said they were going to charge them more money. And instead of doing that, DC just canceled the DC just canceled. Swamp I also thing. heard there was like some creative differences with it as well. I didn't hear anything about creative differences because I heard I heard that the show was phenomenal. Yeah, like it was, was really it's good. Like, oh my god, this is amazing, right? Yeah. So I'm like, why would they cancel a good thing? Then again, look what happened to Daredevil. Yeah, exactly. Look, look what, what happened, happened to Punisher, Punisher, Jessica Jones. You know, I mean, I don't mean, get me wrong. Don't get me wrong with Luke Cage and Iron Fist, but <laughs> I I just wish I could sit through luke cage longer because i always the only time i ever have to watch it's like all right let me go to bed and it's just like <laughs> this will put me to sleep <laughs> no no not only that it's like all right i have i've allotted myself an hour mm-hmm. to get comfortable and go to sleep okay i managed to go through dead uh uh daredevil that way okay. punish it that way granted like i always push the bandsaw a bit so halfway into the episode i <laughs> knock out i'm just like oh dang it luke cage 15 minutes in i'm out <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I just didn't hold your attention. That, like the first couple of episodes was like very slow, but then it picked up. Yeah, Iron Fist I heard the same apparently thing. Is, like, was the dead in the water. Characters were just like, I don't know if they were like in a pissing contest. Or yeah, it was basically time or something, it but it was kind of bad. And so um, then, of course, Jessica Jones first season picked my interest. I'm like, I have no idea what this is about, but I right. see a Marvel tag on it. I briefly read up on it. I'm like, 
this seems interesting. Mm-hmm. So I let it play out. It's like, oh, all right, Kristen Ryder. Go get it, girl. There you go. So, <laughs> which, congrats to you, by the way. She apparently had a first child. So hey, very nice. Congratulations. Congrats. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and then Punisher. That. It's such a... T- it's such like a loss. It is. Like it's just such a huge loss. For, I mean, I'm at a point where I am on a hair trigger to get the new Modern Warfare game, only because John Bernthal. <laughs> only because in John Bernthal's in it. Yeah. yeah. Like, sure. Why not? I'll buy. <laughs> I'll go against Punisher. Like, Heck oh, yeah. Frank Castigliano. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> and so, oh no, Joe Castigliano. Right. Joe Castigliano. It's like, really? You couldn't just depart from Castle <laughs> just for a little bit? <laughs> yeah, Had to go with that, didn't you? Mm. Didn't you? But, yeah. You could have said Fortressy. Huh? <laughs> uh, Torres, maybe? <laughs> but, you Joe know. Moat? <laughs> you really want to keep it Castle? You wanted to here? go Castle, huh? Had to go Castle, yeah. didn't you? <laughs> so, you know, it's just like... It was such a shame to see those shows like have Joe to go Moat. <laughs> Joe Moat. <laughs> oh my God, Joe Moat. So, oh my God, what I just got that? a notification from Instagram. What's up? Okay, so Retcon Project just got a like from the Stegman Show. Okay, They're now trying to boost the numbers, huh? Trying to boost the numbers. Yeah, no, we're trying to boost the numbers a little bit. So I, uh, I've been li- so. Uh, oh yeah, these guys. Yeah. I, I actually, let's go ahead and launch off of this because I feel like uh, this is actually the perfect place, li- uh, perfect place to launch. Perfect place to launch. Because I remember we were also saying it's like, all right, so movies is about almost phased out. Yeah. Comic Con didn't they didn't they have some sort of coverage on Absolute Carnage or anything like that? They didn't have anything on Absolute Carnage because it was still uh, when Comic Con was going on. It was still about uh, it was still about I want to say about three weeks out. Uh, so and that just released this last week. Yeah, Donny yeah, yesterday. Right? Donny Cates, Ryan, Ryan Stegman. We finally got Absolute Carnage out, and let me tell you something, people. This is I, I started listening to their podcast, and I'm late on it. Probably about a few, about maybe about six to eight weeks, because We're Spotify only now, lets you. Oh, sweet. Because. <laughs> <laughs> Spotify only lets you upload to Spotify for a podcast after five episodes. So the first, yeah. So the first five episodes, for some reason, did all uploaded at the same time for these guys. Like it wasn't on Spotify. I even messaged them and was just like, "Hey, when are you guys getting on Spotify?" They're like, "We'll be there soon. Just, just sit tight." But it took them. them, Hey, check out our podcast. We use this site (laughs) called Anchor. I know, right? I don't know what I don't know what site they were using, but they uh, apparently they started their own. They used their own website, and that's what uh, they were orig- initially. So you have to do your own RSS. Yeah, page. so you have to do their own stuff. So now they're on. Now they're on Spotify. So I'm catching up on certain on on like their first issue. It was Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman, and their host. I forget their host's name, but he's like a dry humor funny. Dry humor funny. <laughs> and I just, and I love him so Ryan much, Stegman and I forget his name. Friends come out Saturday. New episode. With, so uh, we finally let Chip Zdarsky. No, Chip Zdarsky is an artist. Okay. So uh, Maybe that just episode. Skip on this one. Damn. Huh? <laughs> oh, they're saying uh, just skip on this episode. Oh yeah, they were ragging on each other the entire time in that episode. It was so funny, but um, but it's crazy because okay, so Donny Cates and we referenced this the last couple episodes when we had Nick Moreno on, and it was one of those things that me and Nick were going crazy over. Yeah, like it was just like 
such like this story that cletus is coming back cletus cassidy is coming back we have this kind of like we have these things that are leading up to it and in what and i i want to say it's episode three of like venom boys that's what they called <laughs> that's when donnie and ryan are on at the same time it's a venom boys episode so now it's like venom and carnage now so now all of these things are coming back so now this whole story since issue one it from venom is leading up to this absolute carnage type deal and the way donny cates writes is that he doesn't necessarily it's not a wreck it's not like a retcon it's not like he's going back and fixing things and resetting that we've talked about this before in the past Uh he takes just because he's good friends with other people who have written venom Mm -hmm. and other people who have introduced carnage into their stories that he his idea of how to show them a, a type of respect is to pull from their stories like this happened this is all in the same timeline this isn't some alternate universe this is what's going on so like at one point in i, I want to say it was like venom three or four uh eddie they figure out that and it, the cool part about it is that they're really like diving into what the symbiotes like actually are huh. what like like clean they figured out that clintar doesn't mean isn't the name of the species the clintar actually means cage ha huh. And it's holding something back. Holding so they because back. along the line, the 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 symbiotes realized that they didn't they didn't want to be bad anymore. They wanted to be good. So they're holding somebody trapped on their planet. And through the oh, course, didn't you tell me? Yeah, okay. and like through the course null, of right, yeah, okay. null. And he's the god of the symbiotes. He's the one who created the symbiotes. So it's like this. Donny Cates created this character where he's just like this thin, lanky, just really creepy type of like basic. Oh, what did he? What did they say? They said in the podcast, they're like, we wanted to make Noel kind of like what would happen if the Joker got a symbiote. Oh, God. Yeah. So like, that's what the that's what he is. Like, he's just this really menacing looking long teeth rib cage showing like weird freaky looking character to where like if you wanted to personify it, it would get it would have to go hand in hand with something that's just like massively dark like it looks like something like out of like norse mythology and like De- and donny cates even said he's just like we pulled a lot from norse mythology or wherever he said is uh, like like that european type of yeah, yeah, yeah. like the nordic ideas tales. yeah nordic like, tales yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that so he has this entire story that's going in. I want to say it's episode two of Venom Boys, where they're talking about this and they're introducing like all of these characters and they're talking about absolute carnage. And now what you've introduced is that in order to get, because Null isn't there in the in person, he's still trapped. Basically, what he's doing is he's like he's connected through all of the symbiotes. So all of the symbiotes, like Eddie's symbiote starts going crazy and he doesn't know why. And it's because the God of the symbiotes is trying to get out. He's trying to, he's trying to get released. Like he wants out of this thing. So what you learn from little one shots and little offs is that Donnie Cates is kind of revamping Venom's origin story. Mm. And like now there's another, there's another spinoff that was called Venom. And the symbiotes were actually given to 
soldiers who used them in Vietnam War to use yeah so they called it Vietnam and he kind of goes into like okay this is how they do it Nick Fury was involved Wolverine had been involved at one point at one point or another and there's this oh my god what does he call it they gave it so basically at the end of issue three of Venom there's like a symbiote dragon that shows up and this thing is huge it's massive and the cool thing about it is that Donny Cates and Brian Michael Bendis, who was basically who basically created Miles Morales, uh-huh. had uh, his kind of uh, his kind of uh, uh, honorable mention <laughs> to Bendis was he brought Miles Morales in what? instead of Peter Parker. Because everybody was it because at the end of issue two everybody's just like oh crap Spider Man's here and everybody's like oh it's Peter no <laughs> like the next full page layout is Miles swinging over Eddie and like they like it, Eddie doesn't know who Miles is oh. like they've never met before they just know that hey there's another Spider Man in town and he did, he and he even I think I think Eddie even says he's like you're not Parker. Like, where is he? <laughs> and then Miles proceeds to tell him, dude, do you not know what's happening? Like, because in the Avengers story, like the Celestials are dying and, uh, and there's like the Celestials falling from the sky. And Donnie writes that into the story huh. and he tells it. Do you and, not know what's happening? Yeah. Like, do you, like, like, have you not been reading <laughs> yeah. other issues? It was always kind of like, well, you're not, yeah. Like you're not reading anything else from Marvel. It was kind of like funny. <laughs> like Miles is just like, do you not know what's happening in New York right now? <laughs> It was real. It was really funny. Like when I saw that, and I was like, "Oh crap!" He's like referencing the Avengers story. So, uh, all of that aside, I mean, this is totally tangent. But now we're getting to the point where we're learning more about about Carnage and Cletus as more of a character as his symbiote develops, and this is where Venom kind of established what's about to happen. And like did a lot of Donnie even says in the in the podcast that there's a lot of foreshadowing. There's a lot of stuff that it's the small details you have to pay attention to in Venom mm-hmm. in order to understand what's happening with Carnage. So he gives you and him and him and Ryan in the episode both give you like a basic rundown of what you need to read before you get into absolute Carnage. So it's just like, OK, so now you have this bottom baseline to where the new symbiotes are coming from, where everything's at. And then you have where Cletus Cassidy finally shows up. But the thing is, is what you don't real as what, unless you're paying attention, you have to read the outside of the box stuff, like the one shots for stuff. So they did a one shot called web of web of venom carnage born. Mm -hmm. So it was an entire, I have never okay. Let me tell you this. I've never been scared reading a comic book or reading books. It's always just been like, okay, this is what I'm reading, or whatever. Mm. In this book, I read it with the lights on, all on, and the TV blaring in the background, just so I could get through this book. So basically, what happens is that they, be- with Cletus Cassidy being born in a mental institution for his mother being unstable, he basically died 19 minutes after. He was born and then went to hell and hell said, Nope, you're going back. (laughs) And he was reborn again. And he, Donnie Cates in his, in the, in the Venom boys episode says, we wanted to make Cletus Cassidy, the personification of evil, like what it would be if it was in real life. So Cletus 
through the years has gone through a lot of stuff. And the last place you saw Cletus Cassidy was he was ripped in half in space. And somehow the symbiote we learn is attached to whatever host it's been in or whatever host it's been on. And it carries like a codex through and through and through all these people. So now what Cletus is doing because he finds that in another one shot, it's called the cult of carnage. And these are the people who have kind of found these ancient things of null and want to wake it, awaken null. Oh, geez. So what they're doing is that in order to do this, Cletus is the one they have to summon because Cletus has a symbiote. And it's not only one of the strongest symbiotes because I, I found out that Venom is actually one of the weaker symbiotes that's out there. Huh. <laughs> and Cletus is the one, the only reason his, uh, his suit is red is because it, but his uh, symbiote bonded to him on a completely cellular level. Mm. So it's like intertwined into his being. So it's not like, Oh, there's two different, uh, there's two different he, things. He, he, he is, is carnage. <laughs> like that's what he is. So there's no, we, are yeah, there's now. no, we are Venom. <laughs> it's like, I am the end all be all of these things. So as, as Cletus is like falling through space, you see him like falling back to earth. Right. And he is coming through reentry and he's melting basically and falling apart. And he, he loses his legs. Like everything's just gone. This fool is just like obliterated. And, they keep him in kind of like a stasis to where he's dead. Cletus is dead, but they give him a piece of, of a symbiote to bring him back to life. So it's not necessarily Cletus being alive. It's the symbiote that's inside Cletus being alive. And he's just using a corpse to get around. So it's just very like this, and like at one point, like you see the you see the symbiote coming up, and it's a full page spread. Like it is what it is a two page spread where you see just the burnt carcass of Cletus right there, and the and the carnage symbiote just kind of like rebuilding him, and it's you know it's not Cletus, but it's the symbiote doing it, and he just comes back, and he's just he's taller, he's way bigger, ten times more powerful, and the first like the first like priestess that he sees he's uh, he's she's just like you're here for a reason this is what we're trying to do we're trying to wake up noel and this is what we need to we need you here to do this and he's just like all right well what do i have to do and he's and this like huge screen like pops up behind uh, cletus and he's just like you got to collect all the codexes from all the people who wore the venom suit and that's how you'll release noel and he's just like, guess I got to get to work and kills the priestess and like eats her. And then Carnage well, just goes. <laughs> yeah. And then Carnage just goes on this massive killing spree of all these people who have like gathered to bring him back to life. Eats everybody and just looks at everything. And he's just like, I'm coming for all of you. <sighs> and it is just like this terrifying moment, like at the at the last panel and you didn't know where he went after that event like it ended with that Jesus. and if you didn't get like the free comic book day yeah. spider-man issue uh-huh. 
you don't know where he went. So if you like jump around to all these little one shots that Donnie and Ryan are doing, you find it, you like follow Cletus's footsteps almost to where he is. And then now this absolute carnage story is going to run into Spider-Man is going to run into Venom and it's going to run into miles and all these things like you didn't know, or all these things that you didn't realize are going to happen or what should happen. All these little details that you might've missed throughout this entire thing. This is carnage's journey. Now, like, he has to try and kill Peter Parker to get the codex from the symbiote that's still bonded to like his blood. So he has to try and kill Peter. He's got to try and kill Eddie. He's going to go look for Wolverine and any one of the X-Men who's ever worn the symbiote suit. Like he has to get all these people. He's on a mass murdering spree at this point just to awaken Null. And that's not even like, okay, well, if he gets all of them, what's he going to do? What's Null going to do? So it's like probably gonna end up killing all, and they got to figure out something. So all we know is is that Donnie, Donnie and Ryan in Venom Boys three in that in that podcast, he's like, we can't tell you anything on what's gonna happen, but issue three of Absolute Carnage is going to be where Peter, Miles, and Eddie are all gonna be at at the same time, and it's gonna be the biggest oh shit moment of your of of my run. Is going to be one of the biggest moments of my run. And he's just like, he's like, I can't tell you what's going to happen. I can't tell you what to, but this is going to be it. Issue three of Absolute Carnage. And that's like two months away. <laughs> and you were complaining about the one uh, once a month. But at least, these, uh, but at least these are like consistent. Like we get other stories that are going to be in between. Uh, now, my problem is, is that we're on issue almost 30 of the new Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, and I haven't read any of it. <laughs> Like you got some homework to yeah do, right? and now i and now i'm thinking to myself i'm like oh crap i gotta catch up on spider-man i gotta figure out what's happening with miles morales miles morales it, it was more like a kitty like a kitty kind of marvel age and like a young new, adult like new age yeah marvel, like a new age okay. kind of marvel deal i got like the first two issues and i didn't read them hmm. and then like i f- skimmed through them really quick and i'm like eh, this is all right but now that i know he's like a big part of this because in the miles morales issue <laughs> yeah now i've been sleeping on it and i'm like oh crap and now, and now I got to try and go back and catch up on all of this. And I'm like, Ugh. but the first issue of absolute carnage and usually books are about anywhere between 25 to 30 pages. The first issue of absolute carnage is 60 pages. Good Lord. Wow. So they basically wrote one and two into one book. And this is like, this is going to be one of the biggest, I want to say that I want to say the biggest, one of the biggest Marvel events that's happening in comics as of this year wow like it's gonna be intense like it's gonna be it's gonna be huge and donny cates has already said it ryan stegman's already said it he's just like you have to you have to be able to like he's sucking you in through like other characters that you love in order to pay attention to other characters you know and it's just it's just like this it's been this great ride and now i have i haven't read it yet I want to break open the <laughs> the variants that I have that are yeah. pretty that are valuable just to read it and I'm like <clears throat> I can't do that. <laughs> like I want to read it so bad but I know on Saturday after I'm done with work I'm going to go pick them up anyway. So I'm just like okay, hold out till Saturday. You got 2 days left, man. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. Basically, so but yeah, I mean 
it's a there's a lot going on as far as the spider people go or yeah. as far as anybody the that's Spider-verse. yeah that's been tied to spider-man before this is where it's gonna like this is really where it's gonna pop off even i mean even if you don't like spider-man like nick hates spider-man he loves venom and carnage right, right. so even though those are intertwined with each other like you know you, you know people are gonna read it you know like this is gonna this is like a big book this is like a big thing that's happening and uh it's i mean for those collectors out there or for the few collectors who are who are reading who are reading stuff right now like this is going to be one of the more valuable books that we're going to get out this year you know so this is going to be a this is going to be a like for me it's going to be a, an investment opportunity yeah, <laughs> more of an sure. investment opportunity yeah, you know? i mean talking about this event from what it sounds like it's just gonna be biblical oh basically yeah it's on that level so uh I would recommend buying the trade by the trade dresses, the trade backs, yeah, and just and just catching up. You know, they're like they're like twelve bucks each. Right. You know, and you get five issues in one of the little books. So, I mean, you don't That's have to. That's what go- I like because I mean, I got yeah, like, like the Red Hood. I would not have wanted to wait around for each and every single one of these exactly to come around. So now you have. Like exactly that. yeah <laughs> see and that's and that's what they have you can find them at Barnes and noble and oh, stuff yeah, like no, that or you can buy them on amazon that's, that's, whatever that's you want to do that's uh, my little shop which speaking of shops i realize whittier has a bunch of little mom and pops like literally like shoved in little corners oh yeah yeah there's one off of like lambert and greenlee or santa fe springs and what a comic shop yeah 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 i was just like it's, it's a little hole in the wall next to like a panaderia, yeah. a you know? <laughs> I know exactly which one you're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, we should we should literally just go grab some tacos next door and just like waltz in, see what's going on. Just like, hey, we yeah, totally should. This is, you know? this is Jay. We're with the Redcon yeah, Project. We're the Redcon uh, Project. Just here to check it out. So uh so this is a this is a little bit of news. I, I mean it's not anything it's not anything too big. But uh I mean it's more personal than anything. Ah. Uh, so, um, I am going to start working for, uh, one of the, com- my local comic shop. I'm actually going to start working for them, Whoa. uh, part time. So one? it's going to be Excelsior comics. Excelsior. Yeah, exactly. Wait, so isn't that like one of the bigger franchises out there? It's not, York? it's not even a franchise. It's one of it, the guy that I go to, uh, I found, I found his shop. I was just like, uh, like one day I decided I'm like, okay, I'm doing a run to all the local comic shops and I'm going to see where I'm going to be able to find my home base. Right. And I found my home base (laughs) all the way out in Brea and I'm from East LA. So the first (laughs) couple times, like I go to this shop, I'm just like, Oh, Hey, like the guys that, uh, the, the first person I met to was, uh, was my buddy George. And he was, uh, he was there and we were talking comics for like 20, 30 minutes. And I thought it was just going to be a place that I was going to sell and trade and buy comics. And then like, I get to talking to all these guys. They're all cool. Then I find out they have a booth at Frankenstein's and I start going there and it's just like, I kind of got to know them. And finally I got, (laughs) I got up the stones enough to one day to ask for, uh, uh, Derek, Derek, the guy who, who's on, who owns the shop. I was just like, I, I, I told him, I was just like, I want to come work for you, dude. I was like, what do I got to do to work for you? And he's just like, so we struck up this kind of conversation and this deal. And basically, so I'm going to be working at their new location, hey. uh, that they're opening in Fullerton. All so right. it's a little bit closer, but the cool thing about it is that this place is going to be 9,000 square feet. Uh, half of it we're cutting it we're cutting it in half and half of it's going to be an arcade yeah so we got downtown fullerton or close to downtown fullerton with an arcade in the back a comic shop up front and this is kind of like the this is kind of like the big thing that we're doing so 
we don't we're not opening until after the first of the year right. it's going to be is there's still work that needs to be done and some processes that processes that needed to be taken place that need to take place but we are going to be opening a, a second location and uh that's where i'll be working like friday saturday and sunday night Congrats, dude. <laughs> you know so it's gonna be uh, news. i know finally you know i'm just Big gonna news, man. it's gonna be like one of those things where it's just like okay cool like i uh <laughs> i got to this uh, i got to this point where it's just like oh, sweet i can work around my addiction without <laughs> <laughs> this is how i ease into yeah it, right? exactly like this is how i'm going to ease into this but uh but yeah i mean we'll i'll keep everybody posted on when it's going to come out when it, we're opening the doors and yeah everybody will have to a, come out yeah, and we should do an event there or something oh yeah definitely something like that people that you know that listen and listen so. yeah, yeah if they're if they're even in southern california right <laughs> but oh, it's gonna man. be great man. it's gonna be the the ideas that i've been told and I can't share too much of anything, but the right. ideas that I've been told for everything that's going to go on and everything that's going to be there is it's just going to be, it's going to be absolutely amazing. Dude, it's just like, it's going to be one of those places. I just realized. Huh? We just found a new podcast base. <laughs> that would be, be cool. Placentia and you're going to be working there. What? In Fullerton? Or yeah. Every weekend. Problem solved. There we go. We found our spot. <laughs> there it is. Just set up our own little booth table. Exactly. Like, I would have, it just needs to be like a little tiny Yeah, just a little tiny thing. corner. And it'll just be like, we'll get we'll get three of these. Yeah, just on. three of the mic. We'll, 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 we'll just focus them up. Here, yeah. And just have like a, a laptop dedicated to just recording it all. Just recording it. That's all we need. We'll put like little beer koozies or whatnot. There you Sounds go. great. It'll be great. Yeah. yeah I'll talk I'll talk to Derek about it and see if, uh, see if he'll go for it. Right. But yeah, man. All right. Just, well, uh, just have like a little event space. Just like just yeah, just a, just a small just little like, event space. Yeah. Even if it's a table that we have to hook these things up to. I mean, we could totally yeah, do that. Just, I was just thinking like just make a round table with our insignia on it. You know? That would be cool. <laughs> But so we'll see. We'll figure it we out. We can dream, right? We'll dream. We'll, we'll dream. dream. We'll dream until dreams become reality, there sir. Go. <laughs> Let your dreams be dreams. Everyone gave uh, Shia LaBeouf crap for it. I'm like, you know, that speaks to me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, don't let your beams be dreams. Just don't let. Just you know, like, <laughs> I don't know how much more simple you can make it. Just don't let your dreams stay dreams. Yeah. yeah that, Try that, and work toward okay. them. Yeah. No. Yeah. Don't let your beams be dreams. <laughs> So just do it. No, like, yeah. It makes sense. No? Give him crap for it. Yeah, I know. So, well, yeah. all right. This has been uh, one of the shorter episodes. Shorter as episodes of as, of, yeah. as of recent, you know. Let's see what this our is awesome. time is right now. I know. Let's see. Let's bring this up. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Oh, two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Relative, <laughs> relatively one of our shorter relative episodes. Relative to the mega issue. Yeah, relatively like to the mega issue. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh <laughs> We're gonna see what we're gonna see what's gonna happen. We want want to think about maybe bringing uh, bringing some more people in. Yeah. On, uh, whatever we're gonna do, we might have. Uh, yeah, we might have some returning people. We'll see what's up. That'll be good. It'll be awesome. So uh, be good to be good. It'll it'll be good because I really I really like the three people dynamic. Oh no, the absolutely. three people dynamic was yeah, 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 was yeah, was yeah, a good yeah. time. I know. So. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen there. So Maybe we'll bring like, somebody back. You know, movies might be at a lull, but Retcon's uh, uh, Retcon's still gonna capacity. go strong. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Keep. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, keep it. We'll keep it coming as long as you keep listening. So please uh, rate, review, subscribe. 
Follow, follow us, drop a comment, <laughs> give us, uh, harass us a little bit in the comment section. I mean, honestly, we would, we would just like dialogue. Just Yeah, dialogue's always great. I mean, for crying out loud, we've been trying, I've been trying to pawn off this <laughs> Captain Marvel box for such a long time. We already got two other ones queued up that we haven't even opened yet because I made it a policy to not open up the other ones until we pawn off the Captain Marvel. Exactly. And quite frankly, I'm ready to move out and I do not want to take these with me. <laughs> so, um, hopefully we'll start moving these. We'll make a little, little competition. I know we did a live video on an unboxing once upon a time. Oh, one yeah. Of buddies, one of your buddies came out. I was like, oh, I yeah. had loot box. They were garbage. Yeah, like, exactly. That's like, the Thank you so much. Tell you what, just for that, here's the Captain Marvel <laughs> box. Here's the loot box. Thanks, guys. Uh, it was my wife's uncle. <laughs> Let's send it to him. I am dead serious. And he'd be like, congratulations, you're the only viewer who ever chimed in on this <laughs> unboxing. You're a grand prize winner on this Exactly. One. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, so I swear, they charged me for another another round of th- three when I thought I canceled the subscription. Uh, and it was just like, oh, yeah, we charged you already. It's like, can you reverse the charges? Like, well... No, you can cancel the subscription and we'll just stop sending it to you. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, sounds good. Cancel it. After I already uh, purchased the three, that was two months ago. <laughs> I haven't gotten any new boxes yet. So, I don't know uh, what's up. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and bring this episode to a close. Yes, this has been another successful recording of the Retcon Project. Tune in. Uh, next time. Just, yeah. Tune we'll just in. go next time. Yeah, until next time. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Uh, this is Lou. This is Jay. Signing off. See you next time. I'll do it if